0: Very familiar text, so familiar that Brother Eddie preached on it about five weeks ago. Chapter 28, verse number three, and when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the fire, out of the heat and fasted on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffered him not. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. As I said, Brother Eddie preached this message, a very powerful message a few weeks ago on the characteristics of a snake. And just for a thought tonight, out of born out of this message, God dealt with me on consequence of pulling back. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your many blessings tonight, God. We thank you for the reading of your word. God, we pray tonight, Lord, that as this vulnerable state, Lord, that I feel like you placed me in, God. Lord, that I pray, Lord, that it would be a blessing unto others. Lord, that it would that it would bring others to you, God, that it would expose things, that it would draw out things, oh God, that you would just use it for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Like I said, Brother Eddie preached on this, on the con- on the characteristics of a snake. He went on into saying how it is to be snake bit. Oftentimes people view those that are remarkably afflicted as wicked. And this is a very heroic story. I mean, just to be there and imagine that you see someone bitten by a snake and they just shake it off in the fire and nothing nothing happens to them. But this is a story tonight that's not so heroic. This is my story. And I may cry some, but I guess that'll be all right. (laughs) When the viper latched on to Paul, it was a reflex of pain for him to snatch back. But he made a faith choice, a faith choice to shake it off in the fire. And this is not easy for me to say because I've I've never been comfortable of, of sharing things that were really personal in my life. But I grew up in church. My family had a gospel group. And back in my day, churches had singings most every Saturday night. So we were singing somewhere every Saturday night. And about 17... When I was 17 years old, I felt the call on my life to preach the gospel. And with that, our pastor at the time had retired, and we had another new pastor, but mom and dad were friends with both very well. And I went to the one that was really close to us, and I expressed to him that I was called to preach. And with that, within a few weeks of that, The pastor that we had at the time had invited him to preach on a Sunday night. And lo, to my demise, that as I got to church that Sunday night, guess who was preaching? I was betrayed. Something changed in me that night. As I looked out over the audience and I could see him sitting toward the back, he just had this face. It was almost like he did it on purpose, and I, was, I felt so defeated. I left that night running just as hard as I can from church. Snake bit. Backslidden with no ability to trust any man. Dead man walking with so many walls. I learned how to cover how I felt inside. And just like that of a fruit, like an apple or a peach or whatever, you know, you can see just by looking at an apple, you can't tell that it's bruised until after a certain, you know, after it's been sitting for a while. But that's how I was. Looking at me, you couldn't see that there was anything wrong. But I was so bruised inside. In and out of church, And I just couldn't get past it. But God just kept drawing and kept drawing. I would show up at church and he would just pour out a blessing on me. But it was just something there. I just couldn't get past it. Until the day I made up my mind, it's time. It's time to get this thing right. And I'll never forget the day that I walked through those double doors right there. I walked into the church and as the music started, I felt something I've never felt. I felt in a long, long time. I got met by an old friend. And on a Sunday morning, on my face, kneeling right here, I still remember it to this day. God said, you've spent most of your adult life With this venom running through you. Snake bit. Living your life however you wanted to live it. But it's time to let me have it. Luke 4 and 18 came very real to me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives. Recovery. The sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised. That morning he set me free. I spent so many years running, blaming God when the answer was there the whole time. Years with that poison in me. I know I didn't shake a snake off in the fire. But my miracle was just the same. Grace was given. Mercy was granted. Blood was applied. The same blood. Restoration to the keeper. He said, I'll give back everything the enemy took. Amen. And I just feel like tonight, with this being so heavy on me, that God wants to help someone just for a moment. He wants to expose or maybe bring to the surface something in someone's life tonight. That has caused hurt, that's caused pain. Not that your back's slidden like I was. I was bound for hell. Not that your back's slidden, but it's something that's in your life that's keeping you from going any further. You've only come to a certain point. Maybe you were abandoned as a child or a parent or loved one, church hurt, whatever it might be. But you built walls. God is ready to change that tonight. He's ready to break this wall that has stopped or hindered your growth. Mark 5, 25 through 9. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood, 12 years, and has suffered many things of many positions, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard, of Jesus came in, pressed behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. There's two things I want to look at in the scripture. Number one, it wasn't just a stroll for Jesus to go down this road. Everyone was trying to get to him. He was very pressed. So this woman really had to struggle to get to him. But under the Levitical law, she was separated and considered unclean. Not permitted to worship in the tabernacle. Hear the mental struggle. You just hear the mental struggle as she decides to meet Jesus. Just so many emotions that was probably running through her mind. Lord, I'm, I'm already I'm already sick. What have I got to lose? But the fear of rebuke, even under death. But if I could just touch his clothes and not him. Yeah. Suffered for years, and this was her only chance. I also want to look at the crowd. So many times we get lost in things that's going on around us, even in church. The crowd is focused on Jesus. They could have very well never, they never saw the woman. They could have very well saw her and and hindered her healing. I wonder how many times we hinder God's work by being distracted by others in church and not focusing on just him. You can be like this woman tonight. Verse 33 and 34. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing that was done, what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. I really feel like this is for someone She went from unclean to daughter, plagued to being made whole. So, what is God saying with all my heart tonight? I hear him saying, I'm not finished yet. Amen. Yeah. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ. Philippians 1 and 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, tonight